Welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And man, 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 what a what an exciting episode this is going to be just because I get to sit down with a, a great friend of mine, a friend who honestly, we, we didn't we didn't go to high school from start to finish. He transferred over, but I really feel like I've known him since day one. He kind of just came over and we all are incorporated like in this group, all of our guys called Tab. And um, it's really just been great to be a part of it. But it's really great just because we're all different age groups like me and the man who I have sitting on the phone today, Levi. We graduated the same class, but we have people who are younger than us, older than us. But it's just amazing just to always see that people are just doing great things. People around you, we're all serving as motivation for each other. We all may be in different cities, states, locations right now, but the love is always there. And it's just it's just amazing just to see it, just to be able to even bring him on be able to even bring other members of Tab One already in um, episode four, Community of Angels. And then hopefully I have a couple others coming on, but I don't want to spoil those surprises just yet. So without further ado, I am sitting down today with my boy Levi Hardy of Hardy Construction LLC. Levi, how you doing today, bro? Good, brother. Good, man. It's good to, good to link up, man. Always for sure. So like I said, me and Levi did attend uh, LaSalle College High School together from from some some years ago. We graduated in 2014. But like I said, the love has always been there. And since then, Levi has gone on to do a lot. He's gone on to, to have a family. He's gone on to, to start his own business. And that's actually what brings him on the podcast today. So Levi, can you just tell us a little bit about Hardy Construction, kind of how you got started and what you guys are up to right now? Yeah, man. So I started my business actually this year. Um, is when I fully incorporated. I had worked, you know, I was working night shifts at FedEx and then I'd work construction during the day. Right out when I found my son was being born is when I kind of kicked into full gear with all that, with the grind really. And um, so I'd go from working to FedEx and then working construction. And then on the weekends, I would, I would pick up side work. And then that side work kind of just eventually turned into, you know, my full-time hustle. So I incorporated back in January 27. January 27th of this year, and I grew exponentially, really. I'm looking at, right now, I'm, I'm grossing 800000 So I got two more contracts out there that could kick the business over a million dollars this year, um, which, which I'm blessed to say, which I'm blessed to say, really. I'm blessed to hear it, just because just, I didn't know all of that, but I know that you, like you said, you've, you've grown exponentially you have received a tremendous amount of support both from our previous colleagues both from current colleagues and just both from just from people in general just in the area that you serve so i love to hear that bro i love to hear the success i love to hear that you're really making it happen for yourself and even coming from the grind like you said working fedex and then trying to pick up some stuff on the side i know it always wasn't an easy process and so just in speaking about the process a little bit what would you what was that like for you kind of just having to grind having to to get the side gigs having to you know just pick up stuff on the side just to really make sure that you're making it happen you're putting food on the table you're keeping a roof over your head you're keeping clothes on your back yeah i mean it definitely wasn't an easy process so there's a lot of sleepless nights in it you know you work 24 7 i mean when somebody wants to start a business become an entrepreneur a lot of people don't see the behind the scenes work on it there's there's a lot of emotion that goes into it as well so i mean i started small i bought a truck and that was just that was my main tool and then we kind of grew from there uh, I have three trucks now, two trailers, um, a bunch of tool, and then uh, I have a, I have three three full time employees, who who are on the books. And we really started we started small. I started really by myself, like I said, and then uh, I got to the point where I needed more help, and good help is hard, definitely hard to find. Um, that's one of the and you can't you can't grow without help in any industry. 
you need good guys, you need motivated guys because you need to put their faith in them. Because like when you have more than one more than one project going on at a time, you can't you can't be at two places at once. And it's one of the hardest it's one of the hardest things to do because you can't grow without help. So you know, slowly started to get these jobs. We do mainly new con- new home construction, remodels, and additions. So we're building a house right now on Langhorn, and uh, which is Pennsylvania for I don't know any outside listeners. And then we have an addition in Wincote and a remodel up in the mountains right now. So with all those going on, those are all in three different places. I need to be able to put guys in each one of those places, and that took a while to. It took a while to find those those people. Nah, it's definitely a process with anything, with getting yeah, started, yeah. even with once you're started with continuing it. And even with once you're even in the process of continuing it, it's it's about trying to be different, trying to be diverse, trying to keep yourself at the top, trying to be the reason why people kind of keep coming back. Those testimonials, those reviews and everything is something that you really touched on that I love. Good help is hard to find for sure. Something that I even touched on on previous episodes is just that nobody is really going to run your business, is going to put their best foot forward for your business like the way you would. So naturally, we are going to be our worst critics. We are going to critique ourselves harder. We are going to set goals for ourselves and different things like that. Like, for instance, I in my first year, I've only amassed, well, not only, but I've amassed 30 episodes. And so I just set a goal for myself by year two to have 100. So that's 70. So that's nearly double what I'm doing now. But it's just like, I, I know that I can be putting more content out there. I know that I can be reaching more individuals and making a difference. So that's really what it's all about. But whenever we can do that with help, whenever we can bring people alongside that see the vision and want to progress it as well, that's always going to be something good, something something notable. So now, like you said, with putting your faith in different guys, with, with bringing different people on, how did you kind of go about, I guess, recruiting or hiring people? Are these people who are close to you or did you put out like ads? Was it people who kind of saw your other work? And maybe like, I know, for instance, when my dad had his own, when he was doing his contracting and stuff like that, it was, I remember he picked up one guy, I want to say, just off of seeing his work, just off of customers posting it, just off of him being on Googling, people kind of reaching out to him, wanting to work for him, wanting to do different jobs for him. So for Hardy Construction, what was that like kind of bringing those guys in and having them become a part of the team? Yeah. So I, like I said, at first I kind of, you start out by yourself and then my brother is actually, when I needed a couple extra hands for the guys, they, they would step up and, um, I would obviously pay them, but, you know, one of the great things about having, you know, being able to start a business and, you know, being a first generation business owner and starter is, you know, the opportunity to be able to create generational wealth. And that's, you know, one of my main goals. So in the beginning, my brothers, they would come by, they would help me out to get some of these jobs done. And then I've had guys that I've known and I've worked with before because I've, I've worked construction since I was probably like 18. Uh, I started out with like landscaping and hardscaping and then moved into, I built a couple bridges. And then when I broke off on my own, you know, doing more residential work, I know I met guys in the field throughout that and I've had them come and your turnover rate's pretty hard in this industry. It's pretty high. You got guys that'll, that'll want to work and then they don't, or they find another job or it's definitely not, it's not the most professional career. So with a lot of the guys that you do get, you come across problems like they don't have driver's licenses or, you know, they, they, they'll drink or they do drugs way too much. And you can't have those guys on your crew because at the end of the day, you're still trying to build something that's professional. So I actually had when I really this past couple months, I I posted a job. I posted for, you know, a job opening on Indeed dot com. And I got a couple hits. But nothing, nothing serious. Indeed, you know, I feel like that's more for people who go and they graduate school and they're looking for more of an office job. So and then I posted an ad on Craigslist 
and that's where I got most of my hits from, honestly. And two of my my two of my main guys right now are from Craigslist, and they're good. They're both older than me. Like I said, we're this like you said earlier. Like we graduated the same year. I'm only 24 right now. So the one dude I have working for me, he's 50, and the other one's 36. Um, and I got those two off Craigslist, and then my other main guy, he uh, I went to actually elementary school with him. I've known him since sixth grade. So he's he's somebody who's worked for me before. I had to let him go because he wasn't really on the right path and what I need him to be on. And now he's doing a little better in life. So I, I you know I brought him back on. But definitely in this industry, it's 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 hard to find good good people because you know most most kids these days and most people they're going they're going to school. They're graduating college, which is good. You know, that's kind of like the right path. What, you know, well, that's what people view as kind of like the right path and what you should do and what you should be on. So a lot of, and the reason why I'm doing so well also is because the generation before us, like they're getting old, they're dying out. Construction's a physical business. And a lot of kids these days, they're just, they're going to school, which is great. But then that leaves, you know, a ton of construction work still to be done. Cause like I said, this one dude who's works for me, he's 50 years old. You know, you can't carry four by four posts up on top of uh up on top of roofs for too much longer you know now that's kind of the process that you know i'm going through and i'm still going to be able to i'm still going to have to continue to go through because you know i don't have plans on slowing down um and i'm just going to have to try and bring on more people and, and go from there oh a process for sure a process for sure and it's it's amazing too just to hear that it's always funny when people older are like working for you in a sense. Like I found it funny when I was working at Target and even in previous jobs that I've held where n- new people may start or different. Yeah. New people may start pretty much and, and they're older than you, but it's just like, you have to kind of adopt that. You kind of have to adopt the, the training mindset or you kind of have to adopt the boss mindset in a sense when I guess just thinking how I think, just thinking morally, like the oldest person should be the one in charge, but it's always just amazing to see how sometimes it's, it's humbling for me training people that are older than me or kind of just giving them direction or instruction. And so I know that experience for you has been something very similar, especially just knowing the type of guy you are. So something that I kind of want to rewind back to a little bit that you said that I think is very important. And I really just want to hear your take on it is generational wealth. So now hearing that you've, you started Hardy Construction LLC, one that's your last name. So that's a brand that's something that your family can kind of have and cherish forever and even come on with different avenues from it, like veer off from construction, do different things like that. But Hardy will still stick and stand. So now that you've even able been able to bring on your brother, shout out to my boys, Luke and Sam. What has that been like being able to really start the generational wealth for the for the Hardy family and, and know that you'll continue that and know that if opportunities do present themselves, that you can kind of look to your family, look to your brothers first. And how has that? Well, what is that feeling like for one? Just knowing that, like I said, you started something and this is directly going to benefit your family for many years to come. So, I mean, really, I had so I, I had a kid probably what, two, two years ago now. So, yeah, so he's two and a half. That's really what kind of drove me to you know, start my own business was kind of for him. Cause you know, one day I would like to be able to pass, pass the business down to him, you know, if that's the route he wants to go and do, if that's the route he wants to take in life, which I think it will. He loves, you know, jumping in the truck with me and riding around in my trailers and everything. So he's a very active boy and he loves that. So to be able to, to be able to start a business, to know that, you know, he'll be, to set him up so that, you know, he'll be, he'll be okay. And it's just, it, it really does, it means a lot and it makes the world. And it's why I really did it. And then me and, it's funny because, you know, you mentioned Sam and Luke. I was actually, they had, they were over the house for Thanksgiving. It was a couple of days ago last week. And um, 
Luke actually brought it up. He's the one who kind of made me think about it. Was like, listen, Levi, what you're doing right now is you're creating gen- like generational wealth. Like when they get out of school, they know they're always they're always gonna have you know a job. You know they're gonna they're gonna be able to put some paper in their pocket. I don't come from a family where it's really where there's not a guarantee like that. Like a lot of people we went to you know school with you know at LaSalle, they have parents and families that own you know construction companies, retail companies. And things like that, where it's like, all right, at the end of the day, their safety net's big. We didn't really have that, but to be able to create that is is definitely a gift, and is and is definitely something I feel like everybody in the Hardy family is gonna gonna come to know. And I almost feel like it was meant to be. Like my last name is Hardy. Like, what do you think? Like the definition of Hardy is something that's hard. It's it's structurally sound. So to for that to be you know associated with you know construction, kind of ironic. I feel like you know. I like that. I like that play on words there too. So, um, and definitely, like you said, it's, it's really just a gift and even something that kind of just made me even think about the the podcast and just wanting to start something of my own and my nonprofit and just other things to come to is just like you spoke on with LaSalle and just seeing other families, seeing our peers own different things and their families having and the, the life that kind of comes from that, just going over their houses sometimes or things just being taken care of without really having to worry about it. And then even seeing some of the people leave LaSalle and already have jobs. Even when we were at LaSalle playing football, we saw the Gepperts and Frescos and different people like that who just who just already had, who could go work with their fathers, who could kind of take over the family business if need be, if that's where the interest kind of lied. And I will say that, that seeing that and even moving forward and going to college and then going to grad school and just seeing this kind of the same thing and the same patterns really would be something that motivated me to just want something to call my own, to just want something I kind of had that family name, Turner, just stick with it. I love my name. I feel like it's it's a very common last name. I, I love your name. It's the only one you got, you know? You feel me, bro? That's all you got. So that's your identity right there. So no, I definitely do think that kind of seeing other things being surrounded by that and just your environment can definitely too motivate you to want to start things, to want to own things and to want to also, like you said, you, you adopt a new responsibility. You started a family. That's not just something that you can just take lightly. That's not just something that you can kind of just lollygag your way through, especially with, like I said, the guy that you are, you want to provide the best life possible. Exactly. So you want to make sure that you're going to do whatever it takes. Like you said, the late sleepless nights and now look at where you are, mm-hmm. in six figures. So it's just amazing kind of the, the process that it takes and what kind of motivates us to just do certain things, to make certain moves, to be strategic about certain things and how we continue to kind of keep going with that. So now just in really talking about Hardy Construction specifically, I know you told us a little bit earlier in the interview what the services are and the areas that you're located in. Can you just tell us about some of the projects that you've worked on to date and just um, maybe even a learning experience or two that you've had, or maybe even a testimonial from a customer, or just what the overall experience has been like, not only owning your own business, but being able to, to leave other customers satisfied, to look at, to drive past something, to say, hey, I worked on that or my guy did that or Hardy Construction was responsible for that. So to start, yeah, we do work all over the place. So I'm licensed and insured in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So we're looking at doing a, a shore project down there, building a house actually in Ocean City. But um, it's definitely been a nice journey. I do a lot of advertising with like Angie's List. And one of the great things about Angie's List is you get leads and customers will come to you based off of you, you get a rating on that on the app, on the website. And then also you get you get left reviews. If you get you know if you get you say you have ten reviews and seven of them are bad, you know chances are you're not gonna you know you're not gonna get the work. So I have a I have a I have an A plus Angie's list rating through all my customers, and I've actually gotten some pretty big projects from them. So their advertisement pays for itself really, and it's really review based. So it's like a Yelp, it's like a 
it's like a Google review website, which is really, which is really helpful. Cause that's in this, this industry and a lot of industries, the biggest, the, the biggest way you get clients is just through referrals, friends and family, you know, you do a good job. They're going to refer you and chances are people are going to go with somebody they want to, they can trust. Like if, you know, this is, I'm building, I'm building people houses. They don't want, they don't want, you know, the first storm to come by and, you know, their roof's leaking or the windows are breaking and they get, they're getting floods in their basement. Um, that's where you live. That's where you reside. That's where you sleep. People associate homes with, you know, they're, they're, it's their safe haven. So you definitely want somebody who you can come in and trust and will do a good job for you to get the job done. So a lot of this comes from referrals. I've had, you know, I've had one mom, I, I, one lady, I, I redid their kitchen and uh, she, they went away for, it took, it took me six weeks to do. And uh, they went on vacation, they had a vacation home. And when they came back, she was in tears because she didn't think her kitchen could look the way it did. And, it was beautiful and it just really and it, it makes you feel good you know because at the same time you're, you're you're helping these people out you really are you're kind of making their dreams kind of come come to reality i had another guy recently i just he was an old he was an older gentleman and uh he actually he built his house by scratch with his bare hands just him by himself his 85 year old dude and um his roof was leaking he said he replaced the back and he got sick he wasn't able to do it again i'm like man you're 85 there's no way you gotta be you should be getting up on that roof so i'm in a position where you know i'm able to help some people out sometimes and they wouldn't they where they wouldn't have to really pay you know full price for for some projects and this is one of them and just because he he almost reminded me of like my grandfather in a sense and like my grandfather needed a roof on his house that was that was leaking I'm, I'm I'm there the next day. So, and it was really, it just, it makes you feel good. And he was a tough guy. He said, thank you and everything like that. Um, but it's just those type of people who you respect, you know, you know, they work, work until, you know, they're 85 years old. And then, you know, then they come to you to ask for help. Probably somebody who's never really asked for help ever before. And you're able to, you're able to do that for them. It's a, it's a really, it's a great feeling. Man, if it's one thing that I need is definitely Declan in the in the studio with me. I need a hype man like that. I need uh, somebody, you hear in the background? I need somebody that, that's excited just about life, you know, especially yeah, with the way yeah, I'll tell you. I'm sorry about yeah. that. He's, oh no, nah, no, nah, bro. I love the kids. I love anything, bro. That's just natural. You at home, you and your you and your the comfort of your house, bro. You just in your vibe. So yeah, I love that. But no, I definitely need somebody like that in the studio with me at all times, man. I swear. But <laughs> just in hearing about really all the experiences all of the the lessons learned and just all the people that you were able to really help bro is really just it's just amazing just in knowing where we came from just in knowing how we were once sitting across from each other and in khakis and button up shirts and ties really with with some aspirations of kind of just wanting to do things but not really picturing this and now here we are years later like i said just continuing to make an impact just distance being one thing for some of us but like i said ne nevertheless the love is never lost so just in even in talking about distance and location and everything okay so i know you're right now you said you were licensed in new jersey you said you do a lot of your work um in the philadelphia area montgomery county and everything like that so what does expansion look like for Hardy LLC? Does that and will that just because for me, I don't really know too much about construction. Like I, I said, my dad kind of my dad ran his own business and everything like that community working solutions. But that was more so my brother's forte. So if it was somebody who was probably going to keep the family going and, and everything in that regard, that was my little bro. I would definitely go with my dad to the job just to get paid, just to, mm -hmm. to learn some stuff. Sometimes he dragged me there. So I didn't really have a choice. But <laughs> it was yeah. what really does that include? Like, obviously, if you're trying to expand, go to other states, work on other projects and stuff like that. Does that also include getting licensed in these said states? Uh, or is it kind of? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, 
this is a business podcast, so I mean, we can get down to some finance. So growing, growing with a with a construction company, it's not it's it's hard. You need you need capital built up. You need you need a yard. You need you know I got guys on payroll, and you need you need more trucks for the guys to drive on. You need so you can have a set of tools like to build a house. You can have your, you know your chop saw, your table saw, your, your levels, your nailing guns. You have one set of that, right? And that's on one project. But when you have multiple jobs going on at one time, you need a whole new set. So you need like three sets of these tools and they're not cheap, you know? So I'm actually currently, I'm trying, I'm working, everything I've done was I, I started from scratch. You know, I mean, like I said, I started, I started, I was working night shifts at FedEx and really built up from there. So I started from zero to get to, to get to where I'm at right now. And to be able to expand, I'm kind of at a point where I do need help. I'm, I'm looking for a loan. I'm looking to try and get a business loan to acquire a yard, to acquire. I have two trucks right now. I need another truck so I can have three crews out running and a whole other set of tools. And to do so, I mean, it's it takes it takes capital to do that. Because like you said, like I have a family too that I need to feed. So it's not like if I was by myself, I would probably just be sleeping in my truck right now, just just just, just working on building my baby. Because your your business is your baby. If you don't have if you don't have anything else, really like your business is your is your child. You feed it, you want it to grow, you give everything you have, you love it and you hate it. And it's it's really it's it's bittersweet. But you have to you always have to see the bigger picture in it. At least I do, because that's what gets me through. You know, I mean, there's definitely times where where you're struggling, where, like I said, I can't be at three places at once. So there's definitely times where, you know, the funds are low and I need to get this job done or I got to pay these guys or they're going to leave. And then I'm really going to be shit out of luck. Um, so, I mean, there'd be times where I'm just driving in my truck and I'm literally in tears just because it's not easy. And you give and you really give it your, your all like you don't sleep. Is hard. So, and like I said, I'm at a point where I'm trying to expand right now, and you know, I need I need help. So I'm looking. I'm I'm applying for some loans, um, and I'm not getting it. But that's okay because my credit score is not isn't what it really isn't what it should be. So, but and I'm not getting it. But at the end of the day, it's like you think back, like okay, I've gotten this far, you know, on my own doing it. Like I can continue to do so. But like I said, I'm licensed in New Jersey and in Pennsylvania. I really don't go you know, outside of that. Uh, I mean, that's where really all my main work is. I know guys who make a straight living in the construction industry just working in Montgomery County. So I'm pretty willing to go where the, uh, you know, where the money is. But yeah, I'm really right now I'm just looking for a yard, which I can do. And um, I'm looking for probably another truck and another set of tools. So that's that's where we're at always got to be thinking about ways to grow, ways to be better, different things like that. And I like how you incorporated the name there. Let's get down to business a little bit, man. I love that for sure. It's always good just to, for one, to learn something. That's really just my biggest thing here, not only providing the exposure for people, but I want my audience to be educated. I'm, I'm educated. You've taught me a lot here, just in, and even brought about some memories just in, from the times working with my dad and just a lot of the business dealings that he had and with relating to construction and stuff like that. So obviously, bro, I'm always going to support you wholeheartedly anything i can do offline online whatever we're going to make it happen even mm -hmm. after this podcast so I, I just love it bro and i really want you to just continue to take your time continue to you know just keep your head on right bro and just just really want to be the best possible so i really want to take hardy construction llc to the next level so now with just for people out there listening some people may be well versed in construction some people may just have had some people come in their house fix some things whatever the case may be do you feel like there are any misconceptions out there do you feel like there are 
there's anything about maybe the construction industry, maybe even about the the fact that you're a business owner that you feel that people may not know or it may not be touched on that you think that they should know just in listening to this episode? Well, yeah, I mean, I think people have a preconceived notion that a lot of construction workers are, you know, they're not ethical. They're kind of they're kind of slimy. You know, they want they they want the most amount of money for the least amount of work. And honestly, that that's true. There are people out there that are like that. I'm not going to tell you you know, that you should change your mindset completely off of that because no, that is 100% true. But you'll be able to tell really based off of how successful they are, like the equipment they have and the guys working for them, whether or not they're an honest contractor because you're not going to be able to, to to grow and to continue to keep getting clients if you're sleazy, if you know, if you're a scumbag for a better lack of a word. Because like I said earlier, you're really, your client base is based off of referrals. It's based off of, you know, reviews, um, you know, you start with your friends and family, really, and you, and you go from there. So, I mean, if you're not doing good work, you're going to struggle and you're going to drown. So, I mean, when, when, you, when you're going to look at getting some, when your house is done, you know, look at, uh, look, look at the crew, look at their equipment, and you'll really be able to tell from there. I mean, that might seem kind of materialistic, but at the end, of the day, it's, it's, it's true because you're not going to be successful, you know, being a scumbag in this industry. And I honestly wouldn't even say that that's materialistic. It's really just wanting, you know, quality for quality in a sense. If, if somebody kind of, if you're shopping with somebody and their website is not very well put together or you're in somebody's store and it's not very up to par, or even if you go to a restaurant, fast food, whatever, and the sanitation rating isn't correct, these are things that kind of can, can make or break your experience. These are things that can kind of also make or break you returning or not, or you telling a friend or everything. Mm-hmm. So like you said, no, it's, you don't want somebody who's just going to, you know, shortcut, cut corners and, and just hopefully that you don't notice or just get in and get out just to get some money. And obviously money does talk, but you still want the quality to also echo that same that same price point. So I think that that's also important to consider with people too. It's nothing wrong with having standards. It's nothing wrong with wanting the best work, even if you got to sometimes pay a little bit more or sometimes do a little bit more research or not go with your first bet or not go with mm-hmm. maybe a recommendation from a friend because it may just not be for you. So no, the fact that you even approach it like that is better. You want to be ethical in any means. And if you if you lose customers, if you lose money as a result, then I mean, look, that's life. Everybody is not always going to adopt and agree with the same principles as you. But as long as you know that you put your best foot forward, you put your best effort forward, that's all you can do. So something I'm a little curious about, too, just in thinking about some of the projects that you talked about tonight, just in thinking about some of the projects that you have upcoming and just in thinking about you capping off your year here, because, wow, you you will be a year in January. So that's, that's actually kind yeah. of crazy. But so is there anything um, just on the forefront of your head or just in anything that you're thinking about, whether it be talking to the guys or I'm um, just been looking around or maybe even got some hits online or something. Is there any project you would say that you're looking forward to working on, whether it be something um, you've never done before, maybe an area of the city you've never been in before, maybe something you saw that you think, hey, Hardy Construction can definitely add a twist to that? Yeah. So so really, I'm looking forward to I have two contracts out right now. And this, is, this also is kind of a testament to the name of the game. I have two contracts out right now. If I land just one of them, it'll put me over a million dollars for my first year in business, which, you know, is is I'm blessed to have, you know, and I and I think about that a lot. Like when I'm when, when the times are hard, it's like, listen, like you can't get down on yourself about some of these little things when you think about how how blessed you are in, in other places, because, you know, not a lot of people can say they, they do a million dollars their first year in business. So I'm really looking forward to trying to land one of these two jobs because, in the business world, you know, one million mark is is your very first goal you have with anything, whether it be one million listen, like one million followers, one million views, 
you know, one, one, one million clients, one, one million um, items sold for the construction agency, it's, you know, one million grossed, which would be, which would be great. So if I'm able to land one of these two projects, the one is in Vetner, it's down the shore, and the other one is in Huntington Valley. So if I can land one of those, it'll cap me off for the year, what a year it would be if I did. So that's really what I'm looking forward to. I mean, shoot, if I get both of them, I'm be in some trouble. I might be asking, I might be hitting tomorrow up if he wants to put a shovel in his hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm always willing to go back tomorrow. I'm always willing to do some work, man, especially for my boy. But you really, you hit the nail on the head, bro. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. that That's just hearing that in me, just especially as someone who knows, like, and as someone who I don't know how many people out there have even heard the same thing. But you're they really say your first year in business, if anything, you lose money. If you're lucky, you break even. And that's a yeah. blessing. So for you to be able to do that, for you to be able to come out on top like that, I think that's really just amazing, especially when you really look back and think it's been a year. Yeah. One million. Like on one million anything. I can't, man. Wait till wait till this podcast touches one million views. Y'all gonna know about it. I don't think I'm gonna ever shut up about it. So yeah. <laughs> the fact that you can do that now, bro, I think that that's just amazing. But yeah. nonetheless, it's it's I'm I'm not surprised. Like I, I know who you are, I know what type of work you produce, I know what you've been doing even before the social media got started and just the plans that you had and just the things that you did mm-hmm. for the time that I've known you. So I'm not <laughs> come on for me, that's let's make it three, let's make it five million. Let's, let's <laughs> keep getting you right, bro. I'll grab two <laughs> shovels if I need to. Understand. So like one of the things, like again, I mean, this is this is I guess is a good business point too. So like I say I'm grossing a million dollars, like people don't understand, like I my year, my payroll, my three guys that I have on payroll, payroll for me is $168,000 a year. And that doesn't include, you know, and that, and then I have my insurances, you know, all the materials that go into building these houses and stuff like that. And building these houses, not even just building houses, but just doing a kitchen, like, you know, kitchen remodels 50 grand. So, I mean, it's a lot of working capital and you have a lot of money at one time, but it's not, it's not yours. You know what I'm saying? So to, to be able to make a million, you have to, you know, gross probably like three out of that. And I didn't mean I didn't go to school as a college dropout. So I'm kind of learning, starting to learn that the hard way. Um, and in the fact that, you know, so a lot of this money that's coming in and out isn't mine because it's, it's going, it goes quick some days. So for sure. And I think that was something too where, I mean, I, I first learned that lesson. I would say watching shows like Wheel of Fortune or when seeing people like win the Powerball and win the lottery and, and just thinking, wow, they just want all that money. Mm-hmm. Or they they just got all that just off top like that, but it's just like no, well one got to talk to Uncle Sam. Yeah, you got to you got to do a couple of things before you know before you can so taxes, yeah. like you said, just other expenses of being a business owner. And yeah. just this episode and previous episodes, we've heard just of things that you just can't expect. I've I've even talked to some people who just have a, a rainy day fund or an emergency fund just for things that you just can't account for. And like you said, you got to still worry about your other guys, your workers, they have different things going on mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So all in all, in the end, like when you finally sit down and do the numbers, yeah, then you finally come to a realization and you, and you really realize what your what your ballpark is and even help you set financial goals and set realistic goals for, for moving forward. But nonetheless, it's still just a blessing just to be able to see that, just to be able to hear that. So I love that, bro. And I'm definitely wishing you the best. Like I said, we're going to make it five million. If I got to grab two shovels, three shovels, it don't matter. Shovel me up, bro. Let's let's do it. So not. <laughs> but before we wrap things up, bro, I just wanted to. Um, but do you feel like there's anything that we we haven't touched on, whether it be about Hardy Construction LLC, whether it just be about you, whether it be about plans moving forward, being a business owner that you feel the people out there should know? Yeah, I mean, one, it's never too late. It's never too late to you know, to try to make it happen, what you want done in life and just don't give up. 
because really there's times you're going to want to give up, but you just got you got to keep throwing darts at the dartboard. You know, you're going to be stuck in a hard place. You're going to your back's going to be against the wall, but you know, you're going to have to you know, you're going to have to be harder than that rock sometimes. And it's not easy. It's not built for the weak. You know, a lot of people, they want to be their own bosses. They want to be, you know, entrepreneurs. But, I mean, if it was easy, everybody would do it, you know, and everybody would be good at it. But it's it's not built for the weak, and you got to be strong, and you just got to keep pushing forward and can't take no for an answer. Facts on facts on facts, and it's definitely – not for the not for the week, man. It's not. It's uh, I, I can't even tell you how many times I woke up and I saw the I saw my last episode do numbers, but now my current episode is not doing numbers. Or I saw my graph starting to drop for my views, and I'm getting I'm taking it personal. I'm just like, yo, like what? What did I do? Or did I not post enough? And then I'm just spamming IG now. And I'm posting on IG, posting on Facebook, posting on Twitter. But it's just like, look, some days are going to be better than others. I saw a post the other day. It said, look, one week you'll make three thousand. Next week, you'll make 300. You still got to approach those same weeks with the same attitude, the same effort, the same energy. You got to think that these these companies out here that are that are just these well-known, these name brands, they're not always doing numbers. They they weren't always doing numbers, but they, they stuck around for the long haul, you know? And even when they didn't do numbers, they went back to the drawing board. And so that's something that I've encouraged myself to do a lot. Figure out, sometimes it's not a matter of what went wrong. It's maybe what I need to change or what can I do differently to adapt. Like maybe it's just something going on. Maybe it has really nothing to do with it. Maybe it's just other things going on out there. So no, I definitely think um, you made some good points, bro. I think that you really came on here and you gave the value. I, I didn't know um, some things about construction. You put us on. You got us down to business. You, you gave us some insight. And you also even told us where we could kind of look to find you, look for different things like that. Mm -hmm. So I love it all, bro. Just in the time, like I said, that I've known you, I feel like from day one, it was just all genuine, all good vibes. And I'm definitely glad that I was able to bring you on today. I'm definitely glad to see you. The man that you becoming, bro. It's of course it's all love, bro. I I just I want every like I said I want I want Tab to be great, but I need everybody around you me. Know, be just... great. That's another point you could touch on. Like you want to you want to surround yourself with you know like minded people, successful people, and there's not one person in our in our Tab group and our friend group that isn't that isn't on. You know they're all on. You know they really are. So I mean, that's that's another great, you know, it's another successful, you know, quote, or you can read books. People will say, you know, surround people with, with people, the same ideas as you. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel like we really have done that, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I definitely want to extend my, extend my gratitude, extend my thanks and even extend my, my prayers and blessings to you. I want to, well, first and foremost, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing this moment with me, sharing the space with me, giving the people some value, giving them some gems and even giving them some, some information, man, some where they can find you and different things like that. I mean, I also just want to extend my prayers and my blessings to you, not only on the family, but just from the business, bro. Just on, just making, just continue to make things happen. Like I said, anything that we can do online or offline to help you, you know, we're going to be here to do it. And I want to, um, just continue to, to keep grinding, bro. You almost at your year in, you almost, we almost at the end of this, this crazy, crazy, crazy year. So just keep doing what you're doing. And the fact that you're still able to do all this in the midst of a pandemic is nothing short of God's blessing. So Levi, I definitely do appreciate you, bro. Much love always to everyone out there listening. Just please continue to tap in with me. Please continue to, you know, show that love. We just finished series three. Uh, we just celebrated a year not too long ago. It's, it's been a great year, and we only just looking forward to continue to get better and continue to move onward and upward. So thank you, everybody out there for listening. This has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.